Hello, and welcome to episode 40 of A Week in Watches, a weekly look back at interesting watch news and stories. I'm your host, Zach Weiss. We've got a lot to cover this week, including two GMT divers, so I won't waste too much of your time. As always, please do like and subscribe. This week's sponsor is Quick Release, a new section of Worn Around focusing on watches, gear, drops, and deals. We're actually going to start off the show with some sad news. Industry icon Gerd Rudiger Lang has passed away. Born in 1943, he got his start working with Hoyer in the heyday of the brand Pre-Tag. In the early 80s, he launched his own brand called Chrono Swiss. A chronograph expert and collector, he even wrote a book on the matter, Chronographed Wristwatches to Stop Time. When Chrono Swiss launched, the industry was in the midst of the quartz crisis. So naturally, as a chronograph fan, he went full mechanical. In fact, the brand is reported to be the first to offer display case backs in 1982, demonstrating his appreciation of mechanical timepieces. The earlier years of the brand were marked by traditional designs and aesthetics. In 1987, the brand launched the Regulator, the first serially produced regulator wristwatch, which features separated hour, minute, and second functions. The regulator became a sort of signature for the brand and remains at the heart of their DNA today. Other innovations include the Delphus from 1996, which features three styles of display on one watch, a jump hour, a retrograde minute, and a small seconds. But my favorite Chrono Swiss model is one reviewed on Warner Wound in 2015 by my father of his own watch, the Kairos. A truly exquisite example of traditional watchmaking and mechanical ingenuity, it features a 38mm straight lug case with guilloche German silver dial featuring exquisite patterning, Breguet hands and numerals, and a movement with a brilliant feature. Based on the Valjoux 7750, it has been modified to move the hour and minute hands to a subdial at three, fully separating out the chronograph functions. This one simple change demonstrates the brilliance of Mr. Lang as it both rounds out the dial layout while increasing legibility. It's truly a work of art. That's just a very brief look into his lauded career. I highly recommend reading about his life and work. He was truly an influential independent watchmaker. We extend our condolences to his family and friends. Mito gets psychedelic. Mito's color-forward Ocean Star decompression models have established themselves as a new cult classic since returning in 2020. The mix of classic dive elements with a funky bullseye decompression dial featuring rings of pastel colors uh, made them stand out, uh, quite literally, and earned them their keep in many a watch collection. Launching on March 15th, Mito has devised a new version that adds layers, or perhaps rings, of complexity to this already visually intense piece. Dubbed the Mito Ocean Star Decompression World Timer, the new model adds one or perhaps two complications. First and foremost, it features the Caliber 80 GMT, which is a flyer GMT with local jumping hour hand and 80 hours of power zone, which is totally awesome. To track the 24-hour time, Mito added a 24-hour index as a contrasting ring set outside of a concentric decompression index. It's very busy, very but it looks pretty great too. As for the world time function, it's not a mechanical complication, but rather it uses a world time bezel. Honestly, it's a lot easier to deal with. Just rotate the bezel so the city and the time zone you're in lines up with a 24 hour hand and boom, you know the time everywhere. In a cool move, Mito kept numerals at intervals of 10, keeping some of the classic dive bezel function as well. There are two versions of the Ocean Star decompression world timer. Uh, Blue with the classic pastel tones of the original, and black with a burnt orange array, which kind of reminds me of some of those vintage Vulcane and Fortis uh, super compressors. Both come in at 1,310 and include a tropic rubber strap and a steel mesh, which is a solid deal. Keep an eye out for these on the 15th. And now, a look at quick release. 
This week's episode is brought to you by Quick Release, a new section of Worn and Wound dedicated to a wider variety of watches, gear, drops, and deals. Each and every day, somewhere around the world, there's a new watch dropping, product deal running, or event being hosted to celebrate the watches and gear we love. The folks who brought you Worn and Wound are launching a new service dedicated to discovering and delivering daily news, drops, event announcements, and deals on a wider variety of watches and gear. This new section of the site is purposefully designed for brands to sponsor coverage of their interesting and unique products. This section, which we're calling Quick Release, becomes a bulletin board for our partners to showcase their latest product drops, limited deals, promotions, event announcements, and more. Our commitment to our readers is that we'll curate a fun mixture of watches you might otherwise never be exposed to, along with the gear and everyday carry brands we love. Once a day, you can expect something fresh, distinctive, and informative. We'll be working with multiple brands across watches and gear to help tell those stories and elevate the products you might not have come across just yet. Quick Release is all about fun, fast product stories that are sure to delight day in and day out, with occasional deals just for our readers and followers. Subscribe to weekly Quick Release newsletter to get deals delivered to your inbox and follow Quick Release on Instagram. Swatch releases a moon swatch with a gold seconds hand. That's it, that's the story. Oh, you want some more? Okay, well, after a couple of days of teasing what we perhaps speculated as a 12th Moonswatch model, perhaps even a Moonswatch irony made of PVD gold, emphasis on irony there, or in the most wildest of imaginations, a solid gold version for just crazy collectors. Instead, we got the mission to moonshine, a re-edition of the mission to the moon, but with a recycled moonshine gold coated seconds hand, not solid. And it's made, ready for this? during a full moon. The watch launched on March 7th and sadly was only available in person in four cities, London, Milan, Zurich, and Tokyo, for one day only. So the most exclusive version of a watch that was all about inclusivity, at least so it seemed. That said, they have coyly suggested that they will launch more in other cities around the world, with stocks limited by what can be made once a month during a full moon. All the weirdness and exclusivity and other annoying aspects aside, it does look quite nice in my opinion. Uh, but then again, when does a gold seconds hand not look good? Now for the release of the week, Seiko invests in dual time. It was just a couple of months ago that Seiko announced uh, a series of new divers with solar GMT movements based on the Sumo model. These watches were an exciting development as we always like to see a cool solar movement and they happen to be flyer GMTs as well. Well, we've just learned that GMT divers are a thing now for Seiko, with the launch of a trio of Prospect Mechanicals featuring a new mechanical movement in the 6R family, the 6R54, which has a three-day power reserve that is unfortunately highlighted on the dial, and what appears to be a collar GMT implementation based on the description of an independently adjustable GMT hand. We've yet to see these in person. This comes as a bit of a surprise, as the 6R64 caliber, which can be found in the Presage Sharp Edge series, was a flyer GMT though it also had a pointer date and a power reserve, which doesn't quite make sense on a diver. Anyway, this is the first time a mechanical GMT has been used in a Prospects diver, apparently, and the watches look great. Lovingly titled the SPB381, 383, and 385, this trio are based on the iconic 6159 from 1968 and feature 42 millimeter steel cases with hard coatings, ceramic bezel inserts, and 200 meters of water resistance. They all come in at a fairly slim 12.9 millimeters, which should wear great uh, like their three-hand siblings, the SPB-185, 187, and a few others. 
This is actually one of my favorite case designs from Seiko as it wears great despite its medium to large diameter and has gorgeous polished bevels that only Seiko can pull off and looks thoroughly modern despite its mid-century roots. Of the three models, two are non-limited and one is part of the Save the Ocean series. Starting with the former, the SUV381 is all dark jade green with matching bezel and dial accented with a gold GMT hand. The 383 is all black for a classic look with a gold hand as well. Both come on steel bracelets and are priced at $1,500. The SVP385 features an ice blue dial with faceted ice texture, blue GMT hand, and black ceramic bezel. This one comes with a bracelet and a nylon mill strap made using traditional Japanese braiding technique called seichu. This model is limited to 4,000 pieces and is priced at $1,900 USD. So if you've been dying for a Seiko Prospects Diver GMT, which does seem like something that has been sorely missing from the brand, 2023 is going to be a great year for you. And that's it for a week in watches episode 40. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, once again, do check out quick release on Worn and Wound. Please check out Worn and Wound daily for news, reviews, and everything else about watches. Like and subscribe if you have a chance, and we'll see you next week. Thank you.